every freaking second of the day, I'm going to do it. Everybody wants to be mother freaking wealthy. Are you willing to adapt? Are you willing to change? How uncomfortable are you willing to get? How willing are you going to be to allow me to help you? This is a marathon, not a sprint. You give up your right to be average and ordinary. You gotta show up earlier, you gotta be here later, you gotta hit harder, be more productive, be more focused. If you don't see it that way, you will fail at it. You guys have been the pillar and the backbone of Planet First Life now for quite some time. Keep growing. Hello everyone, Andrew Taylor here. We got Sean Mike in with us today. So, Sean, thank you for coming in. Thank you for having we, me. Uh, just to start, we have two jelly beans on your table. <laughs> yeah, why? We were playing with these with our with Atlas, and uh, you, he 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 thinks they're hilarious. So he eats them. He eats them okay. and spits them out if it's the gross one. Okay. Uh, Is that what I'm supposed to do? Or I have to eat the whole thing. I don't know. It depends okay. because you either you have two flavors. It's either barf or peach. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Why'd you pick the barf one? All right. So these, this either barf or peach. Yeah. <laughs> you can't smell it. That's in my head. That's barf. <laughs> That's 100% barf. I knew it was the other one, too. That is barf. That's really bad. Not peach one. It's better. Is that another barf? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, we're both barf. I thought you actually gave me one of me. I don't know. It just it's actually double barf. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually good. Yeah, it's unbelievably good. Thank All you, right. dude. I'm not ready to be like Atlas. Why don't you have to eat one? We should add Atlas here. We're not Atlas here, dude. All right, you want me to eat one? Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. This is a yellow one. This is either rotten egg or popcorn. That's an easy one. Better than barf. Popcorn, you can tell. Oh, Is it rotten eggs? Yeah, it's gross, dude. Good for you. Eat the, <laughs> hey, eat the other one, see if you doubled up. See, <laughs> no, eat the other one and see if you get popcorn. If not, you get rotten eggs doubled. I got I got double I got double I got double puke. <laughs> I'm out of water. <laughs> no, you get a water. <laughs> no, I'm out of water. Here, over try here. the chip. <laughs> chip away uh, now. Disgusting. Yeah, no, try it again. This is gonna be popcorn. You lucked out. Oh, dude, I might throw. I might throw is it double up. up? Yeah. If you throw up, you're definitely officially <laughs> fired from hosting the show. Q and A, you're done. In fact, your professional band. Drew, can you give no, me some? Nobody vomits. You have someone get me some. Drew, water? don't get him any water. <laughs> oh, this is gross. So's dude. mine, dude. Suck it up. Oh, let me drink this cold coffee. That'll help. Suck Hold it on, up. I'm oh God, here we go. No, I'm good. No water, Drew. Water make you weak. It's my football coach said, which is actually dumb. <laughs> it's not cold. Throw it to him. Oh. All right. Let's get at it. All right. All right. First question. What advice would you... This is an anonymous question, okay? They put, what advice would you give me? I'm struggling with medical conditions. I don't have very much extra money for leads. I'm a single mom, but I'm willing to work hard to... Pre- 
provide a better life for my kids? You know, I mean, first of all, I always, when people are going through stuff, like I, especially medical, you know, I feel bad, right? And you want to be there for them. <clears throat> um, here's what I knew, Drew, when I started. You know, I had a couple hundred bucks. Like I did. And, um, you know, I think the best advice I can give anybody in this, is in a situation like that is, you know, the nice thing about life insurance, you know, you take the average policy, pay you about a thousand bucks, right? You don't have to, you don't have to write much to be out of, you don't have to be, you don't have to write much to be in a good position, right? Or to be able to move forward. Um, I'm also not, you're not going to write a million war market cases. You're just not. But Andrew, how many people did you write that you knew first five months? You know, it's funny. What? I was really shy, right? Okay. So how many did you write? So, uh, so maybe two. Okay. And I probably wrote 30. Okay. What I would say is don't be shy like you were. You have your insurance license. It's not a long-term plan. It's definitely not. But there's, and especially with your medical condition, with all due respect, whatever you're going through, um, you can articulate to people what you're going through because they can be going through it, right? I'm sure you could find five, six, seven, eight people to then help help get yourself rolling and get, get on your feet. The other thing I would say is a lead's a lead's a lead's a lead. When I had no money, that was the most important time for me to go, you know what? And people would say to me, I always couldn't believe this. They would go, hey, this guy Jim was like, I'm going to give you some leads, but they're older leads. So like basically don't expect anything out of yourself. I'm like, dude, if I thought that way, I wouldn't like, what are you talking about? And it's like, well, just they're really, they're old. They're really old. So when I would hire agents, so I'd go, hey, Andrew, good news. I got leads for you, bro. And you'd be like, you do? And I'd be like, yes. And if you said, hey, how old are they? I'd go, hey, dude, I'm, I'm giving you leads. It, they're free. You you have questions about the leads? Hey, by the way, don't worry about it. Go buy your own leads. No, 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 I wasn't okay. They're names of people that need and inquired about getting life insurance. That's all you need and to know. And their families. So, and, and their families. So I, I think for me, Andrew, when you're in a situation with whatever you're going through in life, financial, medical, any of those things in your tough spot, the only way to get ahead, the only way to get ahead is to have the best. See, here's the problem a lot of times. You need the best attitude ever when you're at the lowest point. Because when you're doing really well, your attitude has to be good, believe me. But you can misstep a little bit here and there. When you're when you're not where you want to be in this business and you're like, you feel like you're at the ground, your attitude has to be impeccable. And then here's the problem. You go, well, it's hard for me to be in a good mood. I'm like, dude, I got you. But a lot of people go through the exact same thing. I hear you. But you, again, you control that. You have complete control over that. So I think that'd be my advice. Every lead's a lead, meaning like everybody leads a family that has asked for help and they need it. You don't know when anybody's going to die. And I would find some people I knew. You're not going to make it a, a long term. You're not going to sell people you know for months and years. But first couple months, you can. Well, what's funny about me saying I only sold two is one of them someone told me they wanted insurance but I didn't call them mm -hmm. and then that week I had like a chargeback and I had no appointments <laughs> I had no money for leads so I, I, I just said okay let me call that person maybe they'll buy I call them they buy like a, they buy a policy for like $140 a month and it kept me in business if I mm -hmm. didn't do that Correct. Then I was out of business. Correct. And to, to the point you're being shy, I think a lot of people when they get their insurance license, they somehow think their friends and family won't deal with them. And I was like, dude, why would they not deal with me? They're, once I went through class and realized what you really didn't have, like I understood I had to be educated, which I wasn't my license, but I was equal to everybody. Whether the guy or girl had been doing it 40 years or for four days, 
I had enough knowledge to have my license and it's simplified issue. I could get the information. I never felt inferior. I mm-hmm. thought I was the best one to represent them. Yeah. Um, okay. So <clears throat> the next question is, what did you do to focus on the family opposed to making money when you really needed money? You know, I never, every appointment, Andrew, that I ran, and, and I can say this unequivocally, um, was about the family. I was never emotional because, A, I had enough activity, enough appointments, but, B, I want people to be okay. My frustration when they didn't buy was not with the money lost, is that I knew that I did not put them in a better position than I found them, and that that bothered me, and it really did bother me a lot. Um, I watched people be transactional. That doesn't work. Um, this is an emotional sale, and it is, and you can't have it both ways. So for me, everything I was talking about, and I would, I would tell my clients, anytime I remotely got to a point where I thought they weren't going to buy in the first five, six, seven, eight, ten minutes, I'd say, guys, I want to help us all be on the same page today. If you buy this today, I'm not going to retire. And if you don't, I'm not going to quit. Meaning, you don't have none of this is about, because they would want to at times go like, well, you really want me to do it to get paid. And I'm like, no, I actually want you to do it because it's the right thing. I have enough people to meet with. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take care of my kids. I'm going to pay my bills. But you have to understand at the end of the day that I'm more worried about you and your family than I am an individual, you know, deposit from this one policy. So, you know, Andrew, you got to talk to yourself about that, man. And again, I think the other thing is I had a death claim four months in and I probably wasn't as good at it before that. And it was a young guy. I didn't know it was going to happen. Died in a motorcycle accident. So quarter million dollars. I already was really good. I think about being focused on the family and not backing down. But once that happened, dude, it was lights out. You didn't stand a chance to, because I saw it, man. I sat with a guy who was healthy, and the old adage, right? Healthy as a, I mean, healthy as a horse. No meds, went to the doctor every six months, clean bill of health, great shape, didn't drink, didn't smoke, didn't use drugs. Like, dude, like, are you kidding me? And then, boom, dead. So for me, I was like, that really got me, I think made me aware of, dude, you have no idea who's going to leave here. Because if you would ask me, out of all my clients, the first four months, I'd written who would. And it, dude, he wasn't like racing motorcycles at three o'clock in the morning drunk. He's driving to work at two o'clock in the afternoon. Deer ran out in front of me, laid the bike down, hit his head, and he died. I don't like it. Didn't he wasn't written. You know, he'd been riding his motorcycle since he was a little kid. Just rode his bike to a second shift job, man, seven miles from his house every day. Not a big highway, not busy, not going crazy, just chilling. And that happened, you know. So. Um, I think Andrew, you have to, and if you don't have those stories yet, talk to people that do, but once I finally understood everybody would die, I know I knew that cause obviously I know that, but people don't think about it. No, but I, I lived with it in the appointment. Like I ran the appointment, like they won't be here when I leave and what happens to their family. Like 48 hours from now, you'll be dead in my mind. Like, did I take care of your family? I don't care about the other stuff you have to say, you mumbling, it was all about the family. And that's why I got to know the people, the kids, grandkids, the nieces, nephews, who was respon- who they were responsible for, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's huge, man. All right. Remember when we went <clears throat> to tour the Chick-fil-A yeah. uh, building? Yep. And you like Chick-fil-A. I love Chick-fil-A. Who I, doesn't, by Everybody the way? loves Chick-fil-A. Not many, anybody like, doesn't like it. Um, but remember we sat through the ch- – and I don't know if you've noticed this, but if you go there, everybody's – well-trained mm-hmm. and really nice Correct. and fast. Mm-hmm. So we, th- we sat through the employee um, like training mm-hmm. and they played a video that you weren't allowed to, 
take pictures of, record, or mm-hmm. have a copy of mm-hmm. that they play every new uh, trainee mm-hmm. that comes in. Do you remember the video? I vaguely remember it. And it was like uh, they had all these people that went to Chick-fil-A all the time, mm-hmm. and they interviewed them, and they were like, hey, this is... and." And then they showed the employee who they were. And it was like, this is Tom. And Tom brings his grandkid to Chick-fil-A mm-hmm. every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And Tom has cancer. I remember that. Yep. And then it would be like, this is Mary. And it 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 told the story of their whole lives. Yep. And I was just thinking about that right now when you were talking about what you're doing in an appointment. It's just remembering these are real people. Mm-hmm. And they have real... They have all the same worries and concerns and and problems and all these things that everyone has. Mm -hmm. Same with clients and agents. I always do. What I used to always say when I was recruiting, when I called them, even leads, like, so they're having a bad day. I'm still going to be like, they're having a bad day. They're frustrated. It's not about you. They're not frustrated with you. They don't even know you. Like you said, they have lives just like everybody else. And if you don't ask, you don't know what they're going through. Yeah. All right. Uh, Next question. Did you ever call people multiple times in a row Mm-hmm. And what would you do if they were to get upset with you? Yeah, I wasn't a big like. I'll just be. Honest, I wasn't a big like dial them nine times in a row. That's I don't. I just wasn't. I would call them multiple times throughout the course of the day. But Andrew, once I spent eight a.m., eleven a.m., two p.m., five p.m., eight. Like once I did that, and it kind of ran the gamut. I just left the voicemail and told them I was coming over to their house. That's what I did. Hey, Andrew. I got it from you and Nicole. My name is Sean. I'm getting back to you. Whatever it was. Mortgage Texas Senior Benefit Center, whatever it was. Hey, man, I got the form in front of me. You put your date of birth as this. Put Nicole's as this. My job's simple. I've dropped this information off to you. Um, I'm in your area. Got a lot of them in your area. I'm going to be out. Hey, I'm going to come by your place, uh, 1234 Main Street, Saturday at 11. I would just book an appointment. And then I would message them and confirm it. I'd be like, hey, here's what you sent. See you Saturday at 11. Like, I booked it. And... Because I, I think that was more effective. Now, if somebody answered the phone or uh, at my fifth try that day, like I didn't, I didn't, didn't mean I wouldn't dial if they voicemail and call them right back. But once I did that, I wouldn't do it like 19, 20 times in a row. I, I don't, I don't know. That's, that's your business if you do. If it's working for you, by all means, do it. But when people got mad and said, you called me all day, and I'd be like, yeah, that's my job. Yeah, but I, I got it. I mean, you're on my call already five times, seven times, nine times. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm just doing my job. Like, I made it like, you have a job they just got home from. They're probably the things their job. Like, I, I, I never, and Andrew, when they got mad, I didn't take it personally. I would just say, I'm just doing my job. And I think it allowed me to be real good because they couldn't, when they couldn't get under my skin, because that's what they wanted to do, because they wanted life insurance. They just are afraid to be sold or afraid the agent's going to lie to them about something. So for me, I knew that if I could just never take it personally, and I'd make a joke of it sometimes. Like, when I started calling at 7 o'clock in the morning, I told our guys, when I started start calling at 7 it was like probably the fourth dial that day. We're doing you know our, our version of live dials. A bunch of people in the office on speakerphone. And the lady said, do you have any idea what time it is? And I said, 7.02. And she said, it is too early. I said, ma'am, you sound like you're in the car. I am. I go, so you got up, got ready, in the car, driving, and you're mad at me for calling. I'm just trying to do my job. I got so many of them. I got to start early. She goes, well, I guess that makes sense. You're right. And I booked an appointment. Like, but I didn't take it personally. I was willing for them to be mad. I was willing if they were in a bad, they're having a bad day to listen to some of their stuff. I was willing for them to make comments about, you're just hoping I buy it today. You're, you're trying to, dude, I, I just rolled with it. Andrew, and I never took it personally. That's why I got really good at it. That's awesome. Cool. Great. Thank you for coming in today, guys. You can submit your questions in the comments. Uh, if you haven't registered for the conference yet, it's- Please do. 
fflconvention.com if you can go register. Um, other than that, thank you for joining us. Sean, thanks for everything you do. Appreciate you. We'll see you guys next Saturday, 8 a.m. on Sean's Instagram, at Sean Mike. See you guys.